Ultra Q and Season 1 of Ultraman are coming out. I believe both in October official U.S. releases or international releases with English subtitles. And uh, Subarai Productions has had a official English YouTube channel for, I don't know, six months to a year that they've been releasing stuff onto. And uh, it's finally here. I think today's the 30th. <clears throat> or maybe it's the 29th. I don't know. But Ultra Fight Galaxy is here. And... Uh, I thought it was originally just going to be subs, but it turns out it has dubs, or a dub as well, and I'm really excited about what Super Rare Productions is doing, and I am uh, interested and invested in uh, checking out more of Ultraman and enjoying it. I've already, you know, pre-ordered Season 1, the full box set, and uh, I'll be talking about that here. Uh, my name is MJ, or you can call me MJ. This is going ultra- unofficially season three where i'm going to be talking about ultra Gal ultra fight galaxy um this is just the first episode i'm going to try to keep this review and my thoughts on it under five minutes uh just like the show is five minutes or less um so here we go so uh first of all i think this is a great the the concept or the conceit behind ultra galaxy fight is that um you have these evil ultraman or whatever they're called in reality because i'm not uh I don't have enough familiar, familiarity with Ultraman to know what evil-looking Ultraman-type guys are called. Um, one of them's called Ultra Killer? Dark Ultra Killer or something like that? I know that for sure. And there's a Dark Geed. So I believe these are, you know, dark or evil uh, Ultraman. Um, the uh, the closest thing to an evil Ultraman I knew from before this was Bemular from the uh, Netflix uh, Ultraman series, which I reviewed uh, previously on MJ Loves Toku. Uh, the YouTube channel and on the uh, dedicated audio podcast feed uh, um, of Going Ultra, uh, which I had called Going Ultra 2 because uh, it was my second foray into Ultraman. Um, originally, I had checked out uh, Gridman, and that was a really fun anime, uh, but it, it was a soft way for me to get into Ultraman, which is a huge thing. There's lots of series, but apparently, well, anyway, I don't know enough about it to, to declare anything definitive except for I've watched um, some Ultraman stuff, and I really dig it. Uh, it has a much different vibe from Kamen Rider and Super Sentai, and uh, Subaraya is, um, I think Subaraya is doing a lot better job of um, shepherding their property and spreading it across the world than uh, Toei is with Kamen Rider and Super Sentai, and I'm really grateful that they're doing this. Um, something about the, I don't know, more hard sci-fi aspect of Ultraman is really enjoyable to me. I mean, like, a lot of it does feel just like magic, uh, but the fact that there is, like, uh, this M78, or is it M87 galaxy, or star system, or whatever, that all the Ultraman are from, and they have, like, uh, the Planet of Light, I think, is where they're from, and that you have this council of all these old Ultramen who call um, Red and Blue, or um, Rosu and Blue, uh, to them, uh, and they want them to help them fight this, you know, new threat that's emerging. Uh, all that stuff is really interesting. Like, I feel like I'm being dropped in the middle of an ongoing world and uh, adventure, and um, it's really cool. I don't know who the Ultra Woman is, but it's funny, on these, uh, the credits I grabbed, uh, I took a screen grab of, uh, she's called Ultra Woman, uh, Grigio, and I believe she's the sister of Rosso and Blue, uh, which is interesting, um, like, I don't know anything about Ultraman Rube or Red and Blue, um, other than one's red, one's blue, and apparently they have a sister now, I've learned, and she's, you know, orange, um, so that's neat, um, but anyway, m my point is, uh, 
the story here is very bare bones and I do not understand what is going on, but that's okay because it has my interest peaked. I, I see that there's a bigger ongoing story and I'm excited for it. I think it's interesting. And I think the fact that we're getting it in such short little snippets is a nice teaser. Um, and I have to say for being, you know, people criticize Tokusatsu as a, you know, glorified toy commercial. And at the end of these, they have, uh, ads for their SH figure arts line. I feel totally fine about that. It's as if, you know, Super Eye is offering, hey, look, we got the show. You can check it out. We're dubbing it for you, you know, dumb Americans who, uh, you know, can't speak uh, Japanese or won't learn it or, uh, you know, can't read subtitles like me. Um, and, you know, at the end of it, this stuff is so so cool. It has such a great spectacle. It has such a great aesthetic that you're going to want to buy these toys and we're going to offer you those toys. And I like it. So, uh, yeah, this was much less a review of the episode because I don't know what happened in the episode. Like, I could tell you the events, um, but it was all kind of a mishmash of things happening, but it was all like setting the stage for this, you know, for the rest of the narrative. And I don't know how long this is going to be, but I hope it's, uh, like 10 or 12 episodes. Cause that'd be, well, like 10 would be great. Cause then you'd get like a 50 minute little movie out of it. Um, and, uh, I can't say that this had like a beginning, middle and end, uh, to it. It was all kind of vignettes and it made you aware of what was going on without actually telling you what's going on. And again, it got my interest and I like the fact that they effectively used it as a toy commercial. And I actually got sucked into watching, uh, the whole playlist that this was on, which gave a brief introduction to some of the other Ultraman who are featured in this, uh, little series. So that was pretty cool. Anyway, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, I liked it. I would suggest you watch it if you haven't yet. Definitely worth your time. Uh, anyway, check out mjmunis.com for more of my work. I'm currently reviewing Spider-Man comics and writing original fiction you can find there. Uh, Toku Timber is over, pretty much. Uh, I haven't done enough drawings. I did maybe 10 or 15 total, uh, which is less than I'd like to do, but, you know, what can you do? That's such is life. Anyway, I'm an aspiring author who will gladly accept your financial support through coffee. MJ Loves Toku can be found on or rather, this is uh, not MJ Love Toku. This is Going Ultra, which can be found on YouTube, uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and uh, mgmunios.com. Relevant links are in the show notes. <clears throat> you know all the stuff. If you enjoyed this, give me a like. Um, you can share it, spread the good news of, uh, of this show. And uh, if you subscribe and ring the notification bell, you can get notices of uh, every time these come out. Um, and I'd really appreciate that. Also, uh, I have a original story I'm pretty proud of. I just wrote it. It's called The Hammer Falls, uh, and it's up now on the blog on mjmunios.com under shorts, I think, mjmunios.com slash shorts or short. Uh, anyway, I read it to you, and it's also, um, there just text that you can read on your own. If you could check that out, that'd be really cool. Uh, anyway, I don't know how to end this in an ultraman way, so, uh, I don't know, swatch or something like that. <laughs>